welcome to another week, another exciting episode of In The Stands, uh, the number one sports podcast in the world, voted and rated by us. Yes, and uh, 20 other people as well. 20 other people, exactly. So it's not a biased opinion. They may, they may be fake. I'm just saying. I'm just what? Kidding. I'm no. Kidding. <laughs> no, we don't pay for that. Never. We never do that. We never pay for reviews. Followers, maybe, but not reviews. Kidding, kidding. Kidding about all that. Dude. Yeah. We're uh, legit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ruined it. I'm just kidding. So, a fun little week in the N- NBA, right? NFL, too. N- well, yes. NFL, is, I, I enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah, NFL more exciting for me for, like, the first time in my life. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that in a, in a bit. Um, so Save the best for last, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. for this week. First topic, I guess, with NBA, uh, Warriors. What did you want to talk about the Warriors? Um, You know, they had... Three impressive road wins. <coughs> Excuse me if I can talk. Um, <laughs> Get it out. Get yeah. it out. Uh, the first I've been just going through puberty right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So. It's been going through like eight years so far. So um, This is <laughs> phase like five or six. Yeah. Um, no, uh, they won at the Bucks, and then they won at the Raptors. They were out by like 20-something, and then uh, the Raptors came back. And then um, they beat the Cavs uh, the other night. So um, it's been I very impressive. I wouldn't count. See, that's uh, I, I would argue with you on that point. Timeout. <laughs> Timeout. <laughs> Cavs are looking horrible right now, first of all. Really bad. Really bad. Second of all, uh, the Bucks lost to the Heat, and they haven't had an impressive record as of yet either. But so, uh, I would say the Raptors game is... is it's all about back-to-back, too, for the Raptors. Well, the Raptors was the second. Right. But the Bucks was the first. Right, right. No, no, I was saying... Um, I, I was proving your point even oh, further. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Oh, the Raptors were on the back-to-back? Um, the um, No, the Warriors the were Warriors. on the back-to-back, and yeah. then the second game was the Raptors game. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Raptors is the one that impresses me, the Bucks and the... Uh, although the Heat have been playing really well, too, so you can't kind of knock the Bucks for losing to them. Yeah, we just talked about them last week. I know, but still, it's the Heat, and I, I'm going to look at their record, actually. The Bucks They're only not. like a game and a half behind Cleveland now for well, that three seed. Th- yeah, they are. Well, I was going to say, while you're t- bringing up the Heat, we kind of cursed. Didn't we curse... Them as well. Well, uh, I mean, they're doing good still. Yeah, I know, but they don't have Dion. But that's what I'm saying. Dion went down. It feels like every time we talk about a team, um, something bad happens to them. Whether yeah, they, they go on like a lo- yeah losing uh, skid, an injury. You know, every single time. I I swear it. it yeah, like first, like or it was like the second or third week of the NBA season, and Magic were doing good. We were hyping them up. Uh, oh, this might be you know a young and up and coming team. And all of a sudden, they, like, just fell apart completely. Yeah, they had injuries, and, yeah, that they just didn't perform as well as, as yeah. they did. Yeah, I mean, but we'll, we'll we'll have a special episode dedicated to, to our curse. I know there's a couple things yep. out there. Yes, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, um, the Heat with, with the Waiters injury, yeah. um, even the Raptors a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. But, there, you know, there is the Ringer curse, who I feel like is a little stronger than our curse. Yes. And then the Little B curse. Yes, yes, that's the strongest curse. That's the strongest of them all. So we're, we're still third, you know. I don't feel as bad, but... Wait, no, no, we're fourth. The Madden curse. Is, wait, is the Madden curse still effective? Well, Tom Brady kind of broke it, pretty yeah. much. But okay. it's yeah. still... It's still Wait, it's still a good curse. So we'll, I'll give us fourth. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be we'll be the fourth. You know, we're looking to move our way up, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> come playoffs, come NBA playoffs. Hopefully, the stars all align. Yeah, Super Bowl two maybe. But actually, speaking of that, we did kind of curse uh, the. Oh, we'll get to that when we get to the NFL. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, no, but the Warriors are 
I had said it, they were the best team. Well, we all said that, yeah. and that there's no there's no um, threat out there. Basically, I thought it was going to be the Rockets, but I thought it was going to be the Thunder. It still I, might be though. They beat. I mean, they beat them in the regular season. But like they're and, always. Oh, time out. Could be the could, <laughs> could be the Clippers as well. <laughs> Stop. Oh, you're too funny. Uh, no, it could be the Clippers. They beat them. They beat them with half their team being injured. So riddle me that. Um, I was just gonna say, like, obviously the Warriors got some good wins here. Um, I know the Cavs one was tough to swallow. I Cavs got a <laughs> Cavs got a lot to figure out. What's tough to swallow? The the loss. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said. No, man. Um, let's <laughs> keep going, I guess. Um, but I just want to ask you guys a question. Do you guys feel like this Warriors team is a better team than last year? Because I feel like it's not. I feel like they're still pretty, pretty damn good team. But I, not. I don't. Um, Iguodala is actually not doing that well. When I saw the stats this year, yeah. he's only averaging five points this year, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But like, I still think that <coughs> he will play the way he needs to play when they need him to play right. in, in short spurts in the playoffs, like, which is what you need him for. Like I'm know? looking at basketball reference, and pretty much like there's there's you know the four you know. And then everyone else is like averaging like five to seven points per game. So it's basically like some like or like three players are averaging like ten points, mm-hmm. and then the other are not doing that much. And yeah. then it just uh, fluctuates. I think, I think uh, that that's a true point. You know, that's a good point. But I mean, Iguodala is not there to win six man of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Like he's there just to play defense on you know LeBron and whoever else they need in the playoffs. If a you know a wing player decides to you know play well against them. And uh, his last three years have been like seven, seven, seven point eight, yeah. and then seven point six. Yeah, so he's not a regular season hero. It's, it's just crazy because like a few years ago he's been he averaged like eighteen, nineteen. Now he's just down to five point seven. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to make sacrifices, especially <laughs> when you have Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Young too, who's going to take shots away, even though he doesn't play that many minutes. But that brings me on to the next point, which is I think that Draymond Green has declined a little bit too. I don't know if the numbers, I'll have to look at the numbers, if the numbers uh, reflect that, but I feel like his defense isn't as well as it used to be in the past couple of years. He's not as effective or as efficient, uh, especially at protecting the rim. Points are up, but um, steals are down. Uh, His career high was steals, and steals was two last year. Now it's 1.3, and I'm looking at the rebounds. It's the same as last year, but... No, no. It's um two years ago. I think it was before Durant. His number he was at fourteen nine and seven, and now it's 11, se- 11 and seven rebounds and then seven assi- assists. So his assists are same, but um points and uh, rebounds are down. What about blocks? I mean, I know it's not blocks really are the same. Same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just from the games that I've watched, it seems like a lot more players are able to, you know, Bogdanovich getting that game winning shot over Draymond. Uh, right from the Kings, uh, just you know the Clippers being able the the Clippers game you know they were really able to beat them on the inside. A uh, couple other games uh, where they lost, it seemed like it was Draymond's defense. It just wasn't that cra- crazy good as it used to be. Maybe because they have Durant now, who's who's really good on defense as well. Yes, and Draymond's kind of like just doesn't feel like you know what I mean he has to try his best every single night so maybe that defense will show up that you know that all-star caliber defense will show up again 
come playoff time where he really needs to. Maybe now he's just taking a set, like a you know seat back because he knows KD's there as well. He doesn't have to be the only defensive player on there. Yeah, and I think I saw a stat. Um, it was like an ESPN graphic. Um, I think it was against the cat, or I think maybe it was in TNT graphic. Um, it said like they are like averaging like eight point seven blocks per game, and it's like a top five of all times for like a team, yeah. in, like in total, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I mean I, I think uh, Jordan Bell has a lot to do with that as yes, well. Yes, yes, I said that. I said that before the season. I was right. I I didn't believe it, man. I, I but they, they paid that two million dollars from the Bulls. Yeah, but aren't you mad that the Bulls passed up on that? No, I'm fine with that. Can you imagine having a future of marketing, hopefully the first round pick, uh, and Jordan Bell. And Zach Levine and Chris Dunn. I'd rather see Michael Porter Jr. or Bagley or well, well, Trey You guys would have still tanked. Yeah, but, you know, it had been a worse chance. Not really. You could have then traded Miritich right away and not needed to play him. Portis, too? Man, you guys could have been really good. But that, you know, that's besides but they, the they're point. They're playing tonight. Uh, Jordan Bell might go off and uh, get some revenge on the Bulls. But we're Ooh, good. I'm gonna have to get them on a fantasy team if that's the case. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. But they will. The Warriors will lose tonight. They're gonna lose to the Bulls. Yeah. It's in Chicago. We're we're high. We're riding high. You know, these last several games, and we're 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 gonna win this game. We'll see. Uh, moving the ghost, the ghost of Michael Jordan's still there, so it'll haunt the Warriors. Moving on. Uh, speaking of a team that's people were expecting to tank, and now are in the playoff picture, or just outside by the time we're recording this episode, uh, the Clippers. My Los Angeles Clippers. No, like before the season or when they were on that eight-game losing streak. You were thinking about tanking. Oh, when everyone was getting injured, everybody was oh, okay. clamoring yeah. for them to trade away DJ. Okay, and okay. Tank. I no. was too because I, I. Yeah, it was like mid early December. Right. That's when it happened. You yeah. know, I got that, but like not, I thought not, before this season. Yeah. Well, there were some people before the season too. They're like they lost Chris Paul, they lost JJ Redick. You know what are they gonna do? Blah blah blah. Doc Rivers sucks. This that. Uh, he still sinks, by the way. Oh, he, I. I completely turn, got have a 180 turn on the guy now. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what, you love him now? Oh, I love him. Coach of the year? Honestly, maybe. We'll see where we – no, listen to me. I made – if you guys want, I made a very lengthy, lengthy uh, Reddit post. I, if anyone's interested, you guys can tweet us. Uh, we're very lengthy Twitter, uh, Reddit post last year about why Doc Rivers has been failing at what he's been doing, and it's because he was the GM and the coach, and he can't do that. Like, his main priority and the, the way he won a championship was just being the coach. You know what I mean? And le- letting other people handle the talent and bringing in the talent and all that stuff. So I think if the Clippers finish, which is a, there's a real chance they finish fourth or fifth seed. It is a possibility. Oh, yeah. They're only, like, a game and a half behind fifth. So, mm-hmm. like, who knows what could happen. But if they finish fourth or fifth, he sh- him and Spolstra should be in the conversation, and Brad Stevens. So, like, those three would be my coach of the year picks. How's Tia Dosich uh, been since he came back? Uh, decent, honestly. Like, he's been uh, having, like, uh, he'll probably get, usually his stat line is, like, 12, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. So, like, not really flirting with a triple-double, but doing what he has to do. I don't know if that's what his averages are, but um, right now it's eight points. But you know he's coming back from an injury, so everything can change. Yeah, from there. yeah. I'm really impressed by him being able to shoot the three ball. Not really impressed with his defense, especially once uh, that uh, that Rockets game where Chris Paul exposed him a little bit. But Exposed. but he's old, you know what I mean. He's not used to the pace of the NBA, and he's coming back from injury, so he was tired. I understand that, but uh, the player that I'm most impressed with, honestly is well two players is uh lou williams playing like crazy yep uh and mantras harrell 
Oh, I thought you were going with Tyrone Will. Uh, let's see here. Tyrone uh, Wallace. Well, well, he's averaging 13, and he's been there for like six games. I, You know what? I kind of – I am I am impressed by Wallace. Uh, I still have to see more from him, though, because sometimes what you get with these rookies is like people don't know how to play them. You know what I mean? People don't plan for them. People don't – you know what I mean? They just don't think about them, and then next thing you know, they're, they're killing it because the player – you know, the teams don't know how to play against them. This happens with teams overall as a collective too. So I think I have to see them, see him play for a couple more weeks. Once p- player, you know, once but players. Still, that's still a really good sign, though. It is, but at, I'm just being skeptical because I don't want to, you know what I mean, have set too high expectations. But like he's he has good instincts and he plays well. He plays the game well. But like I said, once players start thinking about him, adjusting for him, you know what I mean. Like he just got signed, and he wasn't gonna get signed unless. Uh, I think it was when Teodosic and Austin Rivers went down, so we were short at the guard position. Correct, yep. That's why we signed him. I'm really happy, and it shows that, like, the logo really knows what he's doing with the players he's bringing in. But, like I said, I have to see more from him. Uh, you said Harold and uh, who Harold and Lou Williams. Okay. So. I've seen Willie Reed do uh, Willie well as well. Uh, he's not playing that many minutes, honestly. I don't know why. It just seems like he's... He's just a backup center, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Montrez is playing a lot more minutes. Uh, Reed usually starts and plays like 10, 15 minutes tops, and then Montrez will finish it. It's just like Montrez's hustle is crazy, which I'm really happy to have him on the team. I've been a huge fan since like the Louisville days. And uh, when he went uh, for the at the at when he played for the Rockets, I really liked him, especially when like Capella and Nene went down last year. A couple, yeah, last year he filled in really well, so I was happy for him to come. And really disappointed Doc didn't play him many minutes in the beginning of the season, but now he kind of has to. Yeah, th- with the DJ injury. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, did you guys did you guys watch the Rockets game or watch the highlights? What did you think? I heard about the uh, the scuffles that went happening. Yeah, the, the multiple scuffles. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch it because I, I think we both had to work in the morning. Um, but the perks of you know being self-employed, not unemployed, self-employed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I heard there was a, like Abdul said there was a scuffle after the game. Um, some Rockets players went to the Clippers like locker room, tried to talk to them and stuff like that. Extra security had to be called. La LAPD had to be called too. LAPD had to be called. Capella knocked on the door and they shut the door right on his face. Uh, new reports have come out actually as early as. 30 minutes ago, it was Tariq Black. It wasn't Capella that knocked oh, on Black, the door. Oh, Black, okay. Um, so, Black was the decoy? In my opinion, like, I feel like the NBA should be, like, fining these players, maybe even, like, suspending them. Because why wh- – what's the point? Like, leave it on the court, basically, is, is, is what I'm trying to say. There's no point of you going into that guy's locker room. I know there may be some bad blood. I know um, – I know. Didn't Chris Paul have uh, an exchange with uh, with somebody during the game too, like Blake Griffin? I think it was. Yeah, man. Chris Paul was just trying to get into it with so many people. He's just. Well, I heard um another like report last night or not? Uh, was it last night? Because yeah, yeah, it was last night, and um it said that Austin Rivers started the whole thing, like from him like just barking at like well while he was on the bench. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he started the whole thing. I think he definitely like you know fueled the fire because they were chipping they were, it was chippy from the beginning obviously and Blake Griffin played with a chip on his shoulder and he really wanted to you know dominate the game because of him and Chris Paul definitely don't have a great relationship uh but no there was like 
few hard fouls, run-ins. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Austin Rivers was talking smack. Everyone on the bench. Beverly was talking smack the entire game, which is really funny. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that, you know, overall emotions were high, and then Austin Rivers just made it worse because, you know, he wasn't even playing the game, and he was, like, talking smack from the uh, sidelines. So... Like I don't know. I think I think Chris Paul. I think all the Rockets are just mad that they lost, especially Chris Paul, because you know he left the team because of the culture, quote unquote, because they can't win this that, and now we beat them with like I don't know five, I mean, three of our starters missing first of all, and then two other. I know Thornwell. Thornwell. I don't think he played. Okay. Uh, but. Uh, Austin is out. CJ Williams is out. Beverly's out. Gallo's out. DJ was out. Like, you know what I mean? We we were missing three three of our starters, and we still beat them. So I think it was just that. Well, uh, the crazy part is that um, there was like a secret tunnel um, that the CP3, uh, a reason Harden went through, I guess, yeah. to get to the Clippers. I didn't even know about. Yeah, like, I know there's like secret tunnels in like these stadiums. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's like I was watching a few reporters talk about it, especially reporters that've been to Staples or players that've played in Staples Center. It's not like a super secret tunnel. Tunnel is just like it connects the two locker rooms. Uh, and like it's funny because then how it how it went down supposedly for now is like DJ's locker is the closest to the ex that entrance the back entrance mm-hmm. so like CP3 Harden and Ariza came in and Ariza was like first and he was like oh I want he wants to talk to Austin he wants to fight him whatever you know the case is and like DJ's like they're blocking <laughs> they're blocking them like no you guys aren't gonna come in. Meanwhile, uh, Capella or whatever Black, whoever, whatever story you believe, he's knocking on the front door with players behind him mm-hmm. trying to get in through that way. So then they lock the door there. As as DJ's arguing, Beverly, who, you know, always loves drama and all that stuff, comes right. up behind DJ. He starts, like, barking at them. They start arguing, and, like, it just turns into this huge thing. You know, somebody calls the LAPD that was in the locker room. Uh you know they're about to fight this and that. Ariza's looking for Blake, looking for Austin. Then they find they finally like left. Then really didn't do anything. And uh, it's some people are saying that like Chris Paul is trying to calm Ariza down, but it's like you don't do that. You know what I mean? You don't show up to somebody else's locker room behind him. Like you know, you know what I mean? If you're trying to calm him down, you can calm him down. He's your teammate. Like you could do better. So I think it's both of their fault. Yeah, no, no, um, it's a... And what's Harden doing? He's not even playing. Like, what is he showing up there for? Right, no, no. Like, just because you guys are in one state farm commercial doesn't mean you have to roll three deep every time, everywhere you go. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> he's been in a couple other commercials, but... Um, well, he's... I'll say those three have been in the same commercial, though. Do you... Those are the only commercials those three have been in. Oh, you... right, yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Do you feel like they should be suspended, like how I mentioned? Oh, or... yeah, at least 15 games. No, <laughs> okay. right. I'm what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Time out, time out. <laughs> I think they should be fined. I think Chris Paul should be fined more than any three of them because he has. He, I mean, he's the president of the players' association or the players' uh, U- yeah union thing, yeah. yeah players' union. So he he has more responsibility. He should have acted more responsible, more presidential. Uh, I know he was talking about oh you know Donald Trump that's fake news. Like just because our president you know doesn't act presidential doesn't mean you don't have to. So he should have acted more presidential. Uh, he should be fined more, but I think all all three of them should be suspended. I think two games is fair, honestly. I think a fine's gonna happen. Um, I'm okay with just a fine. No one got punched. No one threw a punch, which isn't shocking because all of the softest of the no, NBA. but like but the attention. But the intention was there. I feel like yeah. And then you saw what Alfalo did last night too. 
Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like people people see that. I used, I used to be jealous of him. You know that? Why? It, it, it's a song. It's a song reference. I know it's a song, but okay. what song is that? It's um Black Boy Fly Kendrick. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I see that reference and I'm like, I it sounds like I've read it somewhere else. That's why I was curious. But uh, no, if players think they can get away with that on the court and off the court and like Mike D'Antoni yelling and cussing at a player and being in a player's way. Griffin should be, um, he might get suspended for Well, play. he was on the court. D'Antoni was on the court. He had no business being on the court. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His foot was on the court and like Blake Griffin. Yeah. It looked like he would you know intentionally brushed against him but it was like he was telling the ref though as you can see if you look at the video footage as Blake Griffin is running down the court he's pointing to D'Antoni yelling at the ref because he's been out of his coaching box like five six times before that and he didn't want to get out of the way so Blake was like all right so he just brushed against him on purpose yes but D'Antoni was somewhere where he shouldn't have been in the first place so okay that's my counterpoint to that. All right, you know all I was. Anyway, okay. Anyway, I just think I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I what Adnan? What do you think? Do you think this is a good showing for the Clippers? Let's get back to like the actual basketball. Yeah, I think I think this it proved a lot, man. I feel like the Rockets maybe not. They're not overrated, but they got work to do. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially with Harden being out, I still don't think he's gonna win MVP. I don't think Chris Paul is gonna win MVP. I think I'm gonna go with Westbrook as my MVP now um, more than anything else. I don't know, man. Like, the Clippers, they showed really good. Like like, like you said, for them winning with three starters out, that's really, really good, man. And I feel like that more than anything shows how well the coaching is from Doc Rivers to get the most out of his players and putting them in the right positions. That's what I feel like they got to keep doing and maybe make a trade, you know, or two around deadline to get a, even a better piece, like uh, you know, to complement you know the, their starters and stuff like that. But Evan Fournier is that has that been like linked or rumored? Uh, that's a name that's been popping up in trade rumors now. For who? Evan it's, or did um the Magic are trying to trade him and then oh, uh, him, him and uh Peyton. I've heard. Alpha yeah. Pay- well, well, I, I gotta I, either shave him or trade him. Shave him or trade him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Evan Fournier would be a good one for the Clippers more than anything else because you guys already have so many. Uh, uh, point guards. He's, he's we have so many guards, though, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. He's having career high in shooting. I don't well, care. You can, you can run small and have two point guards starting one and two, and then every, uh, Fournier at the three. I don't know about that, man. I, I, he, he can create his own shot. Sorry, I keep interrupting. I know he can, but it's just like, who do we trade him for? I really like the Beverly and Teodosic uh, duo when Beverly gets healthy, which they were saying like, if the Clippers make it to like the semi. Semi-conference uh, finals, uh, he could come back by then, or even even the, the beginning of the playoffs if he really rushes it. I don't want him to rush it, but it's a possibility. So I don't know. I really don't want Fournier. I think if anything, we just really need a good small forward, man. Like we're our guards are good. You know, we got Wallace, we got uh, Evans, uh, we have Teodosic, we have Beverly, we have Austin Rivers. That's five guards. Like adding another guard, I don't, I don't. Unless they want to take Rivers. I'll trade Rivers for Fournier any day. If they want to do that, if they want to go young. But other than that, I, yeah. If Doc Rivers, can, if he still has some connections in Orlando, and he, he can pull. And, I mean, Rivers used to, like grew up there and lived in Orlando. So that might be good for him. I would do that. So to answer your question, actually, now that I think about it, if they want to take Rivers, I'll gladly give him Rivers for Fournier. But other than that, no. These uh, upcoming games for the Rockets are uh, really big. You know, they lost to the uh, oh yeah Timberwolves the and yep. Warriors up next. Yep, uh, and uh, I think 
No, no, I thought they were back to back or something like that. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, which I hope. Uh, I think Harden's supposed to come back either if he's not suspended. Yeah, well, um, for the war, I think for the Warriors game for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think they were gonna hold him out for the until the Warriors game. But honestly, man, like. I want the Rockets to win both of those. Well, I really don't care about Rockets and Warriors, but as long you know, like I said, the Clippers are competing for that for that fifth seed now, uh, or they're at least close. So with the Rockets, when there's no way we're gonna catch up that second seed that the Rockets have, you know. So it's like, I if, as long as the Rockets keep beating those teams, they're in that fourth fifth seeding, uh, or as long as those teams keep losing, I'm gonna root for the other team. So rooting for the Rockets on that Timberwolves game, which I think. They can they can beat them, but with the way things looked uh, the other night, especially there was like rumors that Harden and Chris Paul got into altercations too. So there might be some trouble in that locker room. There might be some egos that need to be checked. Whatever the case is, but I just uh, I don't know. I really don't really don't see the Houston Rockets being being uh, a threat even to to the Timberwolves. Honestly, the way the Timberwolves have been playing and the way the Rockets have been playing. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Um, moving on, um, we got, you know, the Warriors who beat the Cavs um, the other night. Um, I brought this up because not like because um, I tweeted out that the Cavs probably won't get DeAndre Jordan. I feel like anymore because of the injury. No, just because Clippers are actually competing now for right. the playoffs. Yeah. That um, the Pelicans they're competing as well. They're in that same cluster as the Clippers. It, it, they one of those teams has to like free fall to in order to like say okay we'll just trade for that Nets pick. Yep. yep. Which which might be the Clippers. You know what I mean? This might be like a lucky streak and they might fall, so they might get DJ uh, around the All Star break. But I did see them being linked to Derek Favors. That's one uh, player that they're being linked to. That there's rumors uh, just because they wanted they want more size. And obviously they can't get Cousins or DJ. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, he's still relatively young. He's definitely younger than Mark Gasol. Uh, you know, his defense leaves a little bit to be desired, but he's a really good offensive uh, big. Yeah, no, he is. Um, the issue is that he's he playing p- well without Gobert, too. Right. Um, I think he's better as a center, so yeah. it would actually make sense for him mm-hmm. to be a center for the Cavs. And, and um, have Love. LeBron, yeah, or actually have LeBron play the four or something like that, and then maybe have Kevin Love be on the bench for like a few minutes, or just do like some like kind of like formula. Whatever like works, that. yeah. Whatever works. I mean, it'll all be what LeBron decides because obviously we know he sets the rotations, exactly minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> practices, <laughs> training uh, times, training he, times. He's basically playing two K and just in real life. <laughs> he's playing my he's playing my player and my GM at the same time. <laughs> they need to add that my LeBron. My LeBron, yeah. My LeBron mode, where you the players and GM and coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say, I feel like I'm I'm more open now. I guess after that game, because I feel like that was a good measuring stick. I'm more open to the um, Evans and Green trade for the Grizzlies. I feel like I'm I'm more open to that. I I'm I'm really not liking what I'm seeing from J.R. Smith this year at all. Like he's really starting to annoy me. Um, he doesn't do anything. Uh, he really doesn't. He's getting paid like eighty million. He lays that pipe though. <laughs> and then um, Tristan Thompson. He's kind of like he's kind of getting back in the groove. I don't know who who would you know trade for Green and Evans. It'd probably be like a Smith and like Tristan. But I feel like that might be a little too much. I don't know. Green who? Uh, Green and oh Evan. Jeff Green. No, uh, Jamichael Green. Oh you oh you want Jamichael Green? I'm I'm saying I'm more open to it. You you wouldn't want favors. I think uh, favors. Honestly, I, the more I think about it, that's the best option for them. I wouldn't mind it. I that, we'd have to give up the lease for him, but 
I don't. I don't see him. Well, I compared to who? Because Com- favors is compared still to Evans and Green. Like you'd have Green would be have to be at. Oh, goal. Tyreek Evans. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were just comparing Jamichael to Favors straight up because oh, Favors no, no, is no. worth way more. Could be Gasol. Marcus All? Yeah, because they're the Grizzlies are doing terrible, and maybe I would just, love that. I mean, Gasol did say he wants to play for a winner, so I would love that. There's always the or all aforementioned New Orleans Noel in the trading rumors. Dude, here's no. Here's the thing, man. If depends on what you're trying to do. If the Cavs have a really good feeling that LeBron is going to leave, I would go for Noel more than any of the other players. Noel or Favors. You want to go young. That's what's holding the whole thing up. Nobody knows what LeBron's going to do, so they don't want to waste that pick. Yeah, well, I was going to say and the pick as well because um I heard Windhorse on PTI the other day and said like um the Nets pick can like it's like two losses from the third pick, or two wins from like this like the eleventh pick. Yeah. So that kind of like that um, uncertainty will um, like hesitate teams to like pull a deal with them. Yeah, and D'Angelo Russell's back, so they're gonna be a little bit better. I think they just have to kind of watch how how the East plays out and then move that pick. But no, they have to make a deal though. I think because the Raptors are doing well, the Celtics are. Yeah, it's not even a guarantee they're gonna make it out of the Eastern Conference Finals the way nope. they're playing right now. Nope. No. But well, then again, we save that every year. Exactly. <laughs> but this year's different, though. This year's but different, man. Right. Yeah, but we right. save that as well every year. Exactly. And Alabama. Remember that. That's remember right. that. I'm holding right. on to that for exactly. dear life. <laughs> remember Alabama, dude. He, LeBron can play with all three, us three on the court so every time Alabama wins. Put me in, coach. Yeah, just put Adnan on the three-point line, spot-up shooter. <laughs> but uh, I'll, be, I'll be better than JR, I'll tell you that right now. Um. But no, for I just want the Cavs to win so Jr. can go like months without putting a shirt on again. <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. I just think, like Fuad said, you know, we've kind of said this before. Cavs every year go through this kind of spurt, yeah. like where it's just a lot of hiccups. Isaiah Thomas is like not a hundred percent. Derrick Rose is finally coming back tomorrow. Uh, on Thursday. Well, I think the most concerning thing is that they don't even practice a lot, and that's like, I mean, I understand LeBron wants to stay healthy and fresh, but like, Isaiah Thomas is coming off an injury. Like, he needs, and he even said that himself, like, he needs to get his reps in. Like, he needs to practice. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I, I don't get that either, but it's, once Isaiah Thomas becomes healthy, once they all learn how to coexist together, I think it's going to be a lot better. And once they bring in another presence, uh, especially another big man, I think that's going to change, and that's about it, honestly. The majority of the issues on this team is all – it's like 95% defense. It really is. They're not oh, yeah. switching. Their defense is horrible. I, I, feel like, I feel like their mindset is, okay, we got all the star power and offensive power. We're just going to outshoot everybody. Like, you can't do that. Every time they get killed on the fast breaks, they get killed on offensive rebounds a little bit still. They're getting better at that. But the fast break is killing them right now. Yeah, and I think uh, I think what's the issue is too is like a lot of people uh, on the team, a lot of players are kind of looking at LeBron and they're thinking they're just thinking about the playoffs and they're thinking about the finals. They're not even thinking about the next game, you know. Yeah. They're just like we have LeBron, you know what I mean? We're the Cavs. We have love. We've made it to the finals last year. We made it a last whatever what two three years. They three rest years. on their laurels. They do. They're resting on it, and they're not even thinking about that. They're thinking about the playoffs. But like you, this is kind of practice for the playoffs. You know what I mean? And you can't like lose 
lose a uh, home court advantage in the first two games, which and is what they're going to do, well, first two series, which is going to do if they end up sixth seed, you know what I mean? And like, you can't expect the Eastern Conference to be, like, this bad every year the last couple of years. Because no, this not. year this year is different. Oh, no. I'm, the, I'm, the Celtics are ready for them. The Raptors are definitely yeah. ready if it's, for them. If it's like this around March or after, like, slightly after All-Star break, that's when I'm going to start getting worried as a fan. Yeah. For me personally, I think what's going to happen is they're going to make a very underwhelming trade and bring in like a Gortat or something. I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, they won't. They, Wizards not going to trade anyone probably. Well, I mean, I know they're not. I'm not saying him exactly, but oh, I'm like a head type level of like, Gortat. like a Gortat. You know what I mean? It's going to be a very underwhelming trade. That'd probably be a favor then. Yeah. Well, favors wouldn't be that underwhelming, man. I mean, it wouldn't be like a huge blockbuster trade, but I think he would help him a ton. And like like I said, you can probably give up like scraps for him, like you know. I don't stuff. know, man. Jazz value him still. Like, yeah, you know, they're not in the playoff picture. What? They're in the playoff race. They're like two seeds out. They're like the tenth seed, I think. But like they, you know, he's still relatively young. He still helps them. Like, yeah, they, you know, they're really focusing on Donovan Mitchell now. He's their star. But I still think they're not gonna give him up for scraps. And um, I know you're talking about the Eastern Conference growing. Uh, in the playoffs, it started, they play against Indiana, and they've had problems with them this year. Yeah. Uh, Lance is getting into LeBron's head this time. <laughs> he's, he's done that every year. They always have this feud going on. Uh, Lance just kind of plays dirty and, like, tough. He's just, I don't know about dirty, but, like, he um, – I do, love Lance, you, man. I mean, I, I like the way he plays, but do you see the way he plays on him? He's holding him, like – and, 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 like, groping him and whatnot. At least not it's playing like Ariza on Blake Griffin, ripping his tights. Move on. Yes. <laughs> Move on. He's playing scrappy on him. That's how you play LeBron James. Real gym rat. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. I love Lance. He's my favorite non-Clippers player probably this season, dude. When he does that little horse gallop, every time he does something cool, like a, a no-look pass. <laughs> every time he gets hype, he always, like, sticks out, his, sticks out his neck a little bit. I swear to God. Like, Bro, that gallop where he just, like, runs down the <laughs> And just yeah, like high fives that, right? all the fans. No, I don't. The Gallup dude. Oh yeah, the Lance. He like runs and then he like taps his chest and just like high fives every single fan that's like courtside. I love Lance, man. Right. I was gonna say two things that are kind of off topic than what we had. Did you guys see the? Uh, you guys, one of my coworkers showed me this. Um, you guys see that Russell Westbrook thing, like with the high five, with uh, with Adams. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, are you talking about the free throw line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I just yes. thought that was kind of funny. Like, yeah. I still think the best free throw line high five was Kevin Love and uh, Wesley Johnson. Have you guys ever seen that? No. Look it up. It was when they were on the Timberwolves together. Uh, I'm not even going to spoil it. Just just watch watch that high five. <laughs> and the other thing I was going to bring up, um, I guess, it, I think it just came out today, but Kawhi Leonard Gar is hurt. Yes, oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, he's yeah. been hurt, yes. But they, now they... Really bad thing. They're um, a half game behind, behind the Timberwolves as of third seed. Maybe they're a half game in front of Timberwolves. Yes, yeah, so I'm sorry if I confused yeah. anyone. Um, but no, they'll probably be the fourth seed probably when um, Kawhi gets back. Even maybe even the five seed. I think the your Clippers might could be the third or uh, fourth seed. Dude, uh, we, <laughs> I'm at a loss. I'm too excited. Yeah, I'm at a loss for words right now. I'm going to cardiac arrest. How excited uh, I would be, uh, uh, especially if we get Beverly by the playoffs, dude. People are gonna we're gonna make some noise. I'm gonna be so happy that I stayed true to the franchise. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, do you want to move on to the NFL then? Please, man. I, this is the first time I've actually been like waiting for the NFL. Oh, All right, like to talk about. All it. right, we'll talk about exciting news. We'll talk about each game. Uh, let's start with the Patriots Titans game. Uh, the Patriots dominated, and we expected that. Yeah, yeah. Are we good? Are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I have nothing else All to right. add. Next game, uh, the Falcons at the Eagles. Um, I expected them 
uh, the Falcons to Wait. beat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got that right, actually. Oh, you picked the Eagles? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're, good. Yeah. you're good. I think you both you yeah. guys picked the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. S- Sam, actually, my friend, was uh, really proud of you for picking the Eagles. Oh, good, man. Of course. He, so we'll see. When we make our picks, we'll see who picks who. I'm yeah. riding. Oh, yeah. He'll be he'll be pleasantly surprised this week, too, then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spo- <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I was about to say. Well, I'm just saying... If, I feel like if we all choose them, we might curse them. So it's like a double-edged sword kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, maybe some people aren't going to pick the Eagles. But let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil Let's just recap. Let's not, yeah, yeah, let's do the recap. Yeah, Falcon. I thought Falcons were going to win, too. Yes. As well. They played really bad. They underperformed. Yep. It, it's pretty much what this season was for the Falcons. Yep. Yeah, they choked. Yeah. Plain uh, and simple. I feel like they choked more <laughs> offensively than anything else. Um, Julio... Was like he what in, like throughout the whole season he was like one in uh like one in seventeen or something like that in the red zone. Mm-hmm. It was something crazy. Like how does that happen with a premier wideout? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And then um, Nick Foles actually played really well. Yeah, he, had, he like he didn't have any like touchdowns or anything like that, but he played really efficient and like a game manager. And that Eagles defense, man, it's, it's pretty fun to watch, dude. It's scary for the other team at least. Fun yeah. for us, but scary for the other team. Well, I love their D line. Cox is really good. Uh, Brandon Graham's amazing. Derek Barnett, I loved him in the the draft. Um, and they just saw uh, they're really good. And then they have the best offensive line in football now too. Then you got Jai, you got Blunt. I'm a big fan of Blunt personally. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's I, I'm just a lost awards when I saw um, what happened with the Falcons. Yeah, they locked him down ten points. Like, yeah, I think I think it was a combination of them choking on offense and the Eagles defense that kind of like mm-hmm. just suffocated I them. Also, read like they're um, they weren't really creative with their play calling as well for the Falcons, and um, that I saw that as well. Speaking of not being pull- uh, creative with their play calling, that Jaguars and Steelers game. What do you mean? Uh, there was there was a couple man. Oh, there was a couple of Steelers plays when they were like three and one, fourth stupid. and one. They passed it. Yeah, they passed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I saw the, Yeah, and then I, was, I, I saved you. Don't worry, I got you. No, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> I, I was gonna go through the text though because I texted you guys about it. But that was just so stupid. Like I don't watch football that much. Even I knew like it was fourth and like one yard and. And you could have just sneaked it too. Big Ben's like six six two eighty. Oh yeah, he ma- he made some good runs. That's why I'm surprised. Like you didn't even have him running, or you actually you had a better running game that game too than a passing game, and they decided to pass. Right. So I don't know. Maybe they thought, oh, we'll catch him off guard because they think we're gonna run it. But I- like the first fourth down, like um the jag uh, the Jaguars like um it was like a pitch play to Bell. Like in the um the Jaguars took a saw it and then their speed just got to him. And then I thought that should have been like a sneak or something like that, but that didn't happen. Yeah. And then the onside kick too. A lot of people were really mad about that. Yeah. There was like it was like two minutes left, like more than two minutes left. So they would gotten the two minute warning, and they had two timeouts left, so they could have um, God, you know, played uh, like the what's it called, time control. Like yeah, they yeah. Held, yeah. If they held them. Yeah. yeah. We we just talking about. Sorry, I was looking at the stats. Okay, oh, no, I wasn't. Were you talking about the onside kick? Yes. Too? That was yeah, a yeah. stupid decision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. I couldn't believe that either. Like. From a Steelers perspective, this is a this is like a bad game coaching wise more than anything else. Oh yeah, I, we kind of figured that out, especially now because uh, their offensive coordinator I think got fired. Yes, Todd yes. Haley. I heard it was like actually a relationship with him and Ben. Yeah, well apparently he, they they hired him back in their uh, back in the day just to keep Ben safe because he was like really good at that. But oh, okay, um, other than that, it was he's kind of mediocre of that. Um, but I will give. Are they gonna fire the defensive coordinator? I don't know, man. Well, they should. 
Why? So the Lions can get him? No, no, no. I'm saying that because um, you know, the 45 points. Oh well, yeah. But I, I was gonna say I will give the Steelers credit because they did like fight back and come back a little bit. Um, if I remember correctly, it was like a blowout pretty much by by half time. Twenty-one, nothing. Twenty-eight, seven. Yeah, and then, like they ended up coming back. So I I will give them that. But um, and man. then actually like two of their touchdowns on when they came back. It was off of like fourth downs too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There was that one where it was really far. It was. It was. To, yeah, it was, it was to on Mar- the left side. Um. Yeah, it was to Antonio Brown. Brown that was yeah. the second one, and then the first one was to Martavis Bryant. We just outran the Jacksonville uh, yeah. safety. Yep. So that was. I don't know. I'm just really happy, man, because you guys been dogging on Blake Bortles all season. I'm still gonna dog on it's him. It's that defense and running game that's carrying him. Yes. Hey man, but and the still- running game led to the play action pass because they threw did. A, he threw a touchdown. Can't. Can't. It, it uh, the running game led to him doing the play action, and you. It, I don't know if you saw that too. They did a lot of play action I, when the Fournette was running the ball really I, well. I think his passing touchdown was a play action. It wasn't it to the fullback or something. Yeah, something like that. It was something. And he rushed more yards than uh, Roethlisberger did. Actually, that doesn't really mean anything. I'm just saying, like he yeah. he's he's doing a lot more than just passing and like relying on other players to rush it like he's i saw him a few times where like there was absolutely no there was that one pass where like he was literally running uh oh never mind hold on i might have just caught myself that might have been ben uh <laughs> no i think it was blake bortles when he was he was they, they caught like he couldn't pass it anyone so he was running down to score and then he passed it back to i believe no it was no, that was, that, no 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 that was was that um the jaguar i think that was the steelers remember. no no that was the steelers was it yeah yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, um, now I'm confused. Oh, the, the the yeah, the yeah, lateral. It was, it was a steal. Oh, okay, damn. But so, anyways, anyways, he did a pretty. He had a pretty good, uh, you know, for a quarterback. I think he's not afraid to get in there and rush it. And I think I just I don't know, man. I liked underdogs, so like I'm rooting for him. Uh, you know, we'll see how they do against the. No, I, I'm no, no, I'm rooting for a um, Blake Bortles Nick Foles Super Bowl. I'm because I want to see that. I just want it. it would just uh, be the perfection. It would be it, like a thirteen ten Super Bowl. It'll be the perfect uh, uh, gift wrap on the thirteen ten, dude. They scored forty five. No, no uh, <laughs> just but, last game. Right. No, no for this uh, this Nick Foles Blake World Super Bowl, it'll be a perfect gift wrap on the NFL present of the twenty seventeen NFL season. Just uh, bad quarterback play. Um, everyone had been injured and all that good stuff. Well, we'll I, I, I still don't think – I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback. I just don't think – you can't classify the guy as a bad quarterback. What, Blake Borles? Yeah. Oh, he's bad. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Uh, no, what, what? He's bad, man. Like bad? Yeah. This yeah. Is, this Every is, defense makes fun of him. This is his finally his like decent year, and it's only because. Oh, okay. He has a well, running. okay. I've I've I haven't watched that many yeah. games. In, so this year, for what I've watched, he's I don't want to consider him bad. And um, in training camp, uh, Boyles overthrew to Allen Robinson, their best receiver, and Allen Robinson was talking smack about him. I don't care. I I judge based on what I've seen these regular season games and in the playoffs and in the playoffs. He's been he hasn't been the best, obviously, but he's been good. He's doing what he has Decent. to do. Yeah, he's doing what he has to do to win. Which is like, what what, what do you mean? What more do you want? Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's still he's a, not bad. He hasn't been bad this season. Can we can we at least settle on that? All right. He's improved. Yeah, he's improved a little bit. He's not bad. He's not as horrible don't, as he was. Don't don't even think about training camp. I, he plays what he ha- he does what he has to do to win when it matters. He's I, survived by an elite defense. I, there's still like twenty, at least what like twenty quarterbacks. Defense? They still scored forty two. You don't score forty two on an elite defense. Though Jag isn't. Oh no, isn't the Jags on the lead defense? Do you think? Is it? I mean that one. That's a one game. That's yeah. a. 
I, I they're a little league defense, but that's gonna happen. When especially when it comes to a shootout, yeah, but like he didn't that. survive because of the defense. And also, like they were the, down, the Steelers were down by like three three touchdowns, and they're known for like t- uh, throwing the football, so it's not like surprising. I just don't. I, I'm just rooting for him, and I'm I'm a uh, supporter of his, and we'll see what happens. He might surprise you against the Patriots. If as they well. if they make it to the Super Bowl, you should buy a Bortles jersey <laughs> for me. You guys should pay for me. I'm not putting money in because I've already put in this blood, sweat, and tears rooting for him all season. <laughs> blood, sweat. blood, sweat, my whatever. All right, moving on to the <laughs> next game. Maybe get your kid size one or something. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we're moving on to the finale, which was the best like ending in, like the whole season. It was the Saints at the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, I'm so mad I didn't see that live. Oh, it was. You missed a good yeah, one. Yeah, it was a really good one. Um, we I thought that it was the game was over. The Saints won. <laughs> Drew Brees led. Um, on an amazing comeback against the uh, what's it called the Vikings. Yeah, and it was like thirty seconds left, so I didn't expect what to, uh, what I expected. No, and no one did. And um, Keenum threw its digs. Marcus Williams did not make a tackle, and the, the Vikings won. I, th- um, I think. Hold on a second. I think you're a bad judge of quarterbacks. Because you've been talking smack and putting Case Keenum down all season. I'm I supporting him right now. I'm supporting him. <laughs> You literally switched your pick earlier on in the season based on if he was going to play or that not. That was week three. <laughs> hey, man, that's right around the corner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was like back in like September. I'm just saying, I don't forget, man. And even going into these playoffs and going into all of this, you haven't been uh, supporting him. But I, I think last week you did, though. Yeah, yeah, no. No, you picked the Saints. No, no, I picked the Vikings. I picked I, the Saints. I picked the Saints too. I picked so the I Vikings. Wrong, but it, like when the playoffs started, I thought the Vikings uh, were gonna win it all because that was my. I, I don't have that on record though. That's fine. But um, no, that we have it on the episode. No, I will. I'll have to go listen to because I really don't I remember thought, you. Calling. I thought no, no, no. I, thought, I we didn't say like our favorites for like the Super Bowl. But um, why didn't we? That's weird. But yeah, but that's okay. Up. We'll move on from we that. Can, we can pick our favorites after we do this. How about All that? Right. Yeah, on the four teams. All right. Um, no, no. I thought the Vikings were the favorite in the NFC. I really like them. What I've seen, I see what I've seen from Case Keenum, and I thought they would um make it to the Super Bowl. I I was if they looked really well in the playoffs, I thought they'd beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, so that's what I thought, and that's because of Case Keenum's improvement this year. I didn't expect it. No one did, and he's been balling um, ever since. I mean, I was going to say, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, Vikings got uh, some serious, I think, things to look forward to this offseason because they're probably going to lose Pat Shermer, their offensive coordinator. No, he, he is, he's gone. He's pretty much gone, yeah. No, yeah, because um, there's a report saying he took the Giants job. Yeah, that. Um, you got all three quarterbacks are free agents, so you got some decisions on who, on who to go to. But this game was pretty much – it was really similar to the Jaguars and Steelers game where Saints were down right away, and then they kind of started coming back. Yeah, um, it's actually interesting because Williams made like a really like game changing interception. Yeah, and um, like I think I think they made it to a one score game after the Williams interception. Yeah, and I was gonna say like for Marcus Williams tackle, um, I kind of like I was looking at like Fox and their analysts with like Michael Stranahan after the game, and I had to agree with what they said, which was. Basically, like the coach, most likely the coach was saying, don't interfere with the player because obviously if, if you interfere, that puts him right there. 
you know, for a field goal. So he wasn't trying to hit the player before the ball got there because he would have gotten a pass interference. So that's why he was trying to go for a big hit instead. Yeah. But obviously whiffed it. Yeah, and I, that's why I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad, too, at people giving him crap. Like, A, he's a rookie. One, one, B, he was trying to do the right thing. Yeah, one play, like, I know it looks like it is not going to determine that outcome. The Saints were down from the very get-go, like – I don't know. You, you there's so many there's so many variables in the game and so many things that happen during the game. You can't put it on one guy or one play. No, man, that's but I mean that's people they have that one moment, you know what I mean? Like you have that Beckham catch that like everybody knows, you know what I mean? Knows about that kind of makes a player. Like yeah, he's a good player, but I, I feel like it's those one things that happen that like stand out that like forever it, immortalize, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to haunt him. I feel like It sucks yeah. cuz he had a really good like rookie year yes, too. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully people look past that, but I mean, you never know. Uh, do you guys? Well, let's not. Let's hold off on our since we didn't make the we didn't pick the Super Bowl favorites. Let's just hold off on that for the next episode because we'll know the outcome of. Oh no, we can do the conference championship. That's what I'm saying. Do the conference championship predictions say, yeah, next week. But yeah, hold oh, on because oh, we'll be oh, yeah, yeah, having yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about yeah, that anyways. No doubt. So it's kind of redundant. So I mean, Jaguars. Let's start Jag- Jaguars Patriots. Uh, I'll start it. I'll start it. Uh, my heart is telling me Jaguars, but my mind is telling me Patriots. So I'm <laughs> well, you, you, you dogged us saying Blake Boyles is such a great quarterback, and you know, but you, it's you the gotta, Patriots, man. No, you gotta pick the Jaguars. Deflate gay, all these things, dude. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna find a way to win. Whether it's legal or illegal, <laughs> this guy brings up the flake. No, I'm saying, right. no, I'm saying they'll they find a way to win. Like it doesn't matter. They'll find a way. Did to you get see to what the happened um, during the um, the Titans Patriots game? No. Uh, the Patriots players, like when they scored, like a couple of them threw the footballs in the stands because of, uh, they don't want the referees to like to like test the footballs. Oh, wow. That's funny. That is funny. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I think it's a, if I was a betting man, I would bet on the Patriots. But I'm gonna be rooting for the Jaguars come uh, when, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Yeah, come Sunday, I'm gonna be rooting for them. So, uh, mine's Patriots. So same here. I, I it's it's Bortles versus Brady, and there's there's I there's there's like no way, man. It might be the passing of the torch. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> disconnect. <laughs> disconnect. <laughs> disconnect. Everything, it might be the passing man. of the porch, dude. Torch. I mean, not porch. Yeah, no, <laughs> we got you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next game. All right, Vikings at the Eagles. Um, who wants to go first? I'm going with the Eagles, man. I'm, I I'm, expected I, that. I'm going to take a page with out your of... spoiler alert. Basically, like five minutes ago. Yeah, kind of like prepare people. Hey, man. As as a wise man once said, uh, defense wins championships. So uh, I'm going with the Eagles on that defense. Okay. All right. On on. Uh, well, I was going to say they both got really good defense. I was about to say the Vikings have the t- number one ranked defense this year. I I'm still I, that Eagles defense for me is better. better. <laughs> at, at at winning, <laughs> and Fuad's. And uh, yeah, and Fuwa dies. And yeah, and my my eye test, you know, doing just doing an eye test. Uh, <laughs> there's some things that I don't. Just, I imagine your eye test. You're walking, you're walking by your TV, quick glance, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's judged by a, a sack. So if I ever see a sack, that defense is better. No, honestly speaking, I just think that when it comes to, I don't know, man. Like, I'm gonna sound stupid, so I'm not even gonna say it. But to me, I have reasons why I think the Eagles have a better defense, and that's they're at home too. Yeah, they're at home, but that you know that and that's not even stats favor number one seed in the AFC champ or and the, the championship games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think there's certain things that statistics don't show, and that's heart, heart. Yeah, and like no seriously, defense is being able to clamp down when they have to, <laughs> trying hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Grit. 
Yes, putting your hand in the dirt. Anand, who's you got? <laughs> I got, man. I mean, is that why Matthew Dolladova was able to lock down Steph Curry for a couple games? Yep, that's right. Facts. <laughs> Go ahead, Anand. Why, wait, why are you agreeing with me when you were just disagreeing with <laughs> yeah. me a second ago? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, a fr- I'm free to agree and disagree. Continue. <laughs> I'm free to flip flop every two seconds, but go ahead. Flip, he flops more than all. Um, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. They're the hometown team. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just the Vikings. I keep saying I don't know either. The Vikings offense. Yeah, for a man that doesn't know, you have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give myself that leeway, you know. I just gotta it throw is, that in. Yeah. He's gotta throw that in to get build his take. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask like. Oh, oh, never mind. I'm just, I'm just going to stop there. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. They're at home. Um, they got. Oh, they also have a really good defense, like Watt said. But I, I just, I'm not a big believer in Vikings offense more than anything else. That's that's kind of what worries me. I know they got Diggs and Thielen. Yeah, but I mean, Case Keenum? Come on. Case Keenum. Who do I sound Nick like Foles, two months man. ago? Nick Foles, he had, he, Nick Foles, like, had uh, his his best year was, like, 27 touchdowns and, like, three interceptions. So that was Foles gold. That's what everyone Foles gold. Yeah, Foles gold. Hey, man, it worked on me, I guess. Bro, they got Joel and B tackling fans out there. You know the Eagles are going to win. But I'm going to go with them because I feel like they're going to they're gonna control the clock more than anything else with Blunt and Ajayi. Okay. Um, that's those. I guess my reasoning behind it. It's more of a. It's 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 really a toss up game. Um, if the Vikings somehow do win, and you know they got home field advantage for Super Bowl, and they don't win that, that's gonna be that's gonna be really tough. That's gonna be a tough yeah. one to swallow. Yeah. No. The key is um, if the Eagles can run up with a giant blunt. Um, but no, I am going with the Minnesota Vikings cool. on this one. Um, I the better they have the better defense. Aren't they aren't they, aren't they a division rival? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> better quarterback play. You're supposed to bleed blue, man. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. Um, better quarterback play, better defense. Um, the Eagles do have a better offensive line and better running game. But I think the Vikings can uh, take shut down the Eagles' running game. They did that with the uh, the Saints, basically. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings on this one. Oh man, I'm I'm really looking forward to an East Coast showdown with the Patriots and uh, Eagles. So yeah, you guys got Patriots that, Eagles. I, I hope got, that happens. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I I'm hoping for a Jaguars Eagles Super Bowl. So um, Nick Foles versus Blake Bortles. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, I mentioned kind of like uh, not off air, but away from the mic. Uh, you, did you see the Joel Embiid when he tackled the fan? No. Oh, they were tailgating the Eagles game. And, like, I guess they were playing, uh, I don't know, I don't know the game now, but, like, where you throw the... Like the beanbag, beanbag No, 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 where you throw the football and, like, there's, like, one person throws in, there's, like, four or five people try to catch it. Jackpot? Jackpot, yes, yes. But it was only him against another fan. And, like, the fan just pushed him a little bit. Like, obviously, Joel Embiid is huge, you know what I mean? So, like, it it barely moved him. Joel Embiid got so mad as the fan gets up to catch the ball. He just run towards him and just, like, you see him push him down, like, really hard with both hands. And I don't know because the fan fell, like, out of frame, so I don't know what happened to him, but hopefully, you know, gets he gets his money's worth, man. Cause I'm playing. I'm gonna get the video right now. Let's see here. Are we gonna get a live reaction from you guys? Yes, via let's, let's see via TMZ Sports. Of course, it's always TMZ. Come on, hurry up, hurry up. It's uh still loading. You guys got Sprint? No, I got AT and T. You haven't oh, moved, you haven't moved on to Big Baller Brand Telecommunications. I just push him a little bit. Oh, watch this. 
Oh, he kind of ran into him. He bro, he like pushed him down. Well, no, I'm saying the fan ran into Embiid. Oh no, he he pushed like he did like a oh, stiff yeah, arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He shoved him a little and bit. Embiid like ran down and pushed him down. Alright. You know, I I don't know. I, I, don't I, know if, I, if I was that fan, I would sue obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just for fake an injury, you know, break your arm on purpose, you know, yeah. and try to sue Embiid. That's uh, me and you are thinking uh, very well on this one. Get rich quick. Exactly. Thank you. So if anybody knows any coke drivers out there that we could get hit by, uh. Hit us up on where can they reach us? <laughs> you can reach us uh, via Twitter, Instagram at In the Stands PC, uh, Facebook page In the Stands Podcast. Just search us, give us a like. Um, the email as well In the Stands Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, just to let you guys know this episode goes both up on SoundCloud and um, the podcast app on Apple. Um, so. Please give us a five-star review on the podcast app and, you know, give it a share. Any feedback um, is greatly appreciated. So, Yeah, and just another note, we've been doing awesome on the on the Apple, like, podcast app. Uh, and Apple all, all over iPad, iPhone, we've been, like, killing it. SoundCloud, I don't know if it's our fault because we're not sharing it a lot. But if you guys just want to uh, share our SoundCloud, it's hey, easy. Our numbers have been going up, though. Yeah, they've, yeah, yeah, they've been going up, but we definitely, we definitely, you know, uh, uh, I don't know what you guys did, man, but we got a ton of followers. You guys gotta, gotta uh, retweet that a lot more. So make sure you guys hop on that right away, retweet it. If you don't see our tweet, you can just tweet it on your own. Just copy the link and uh, send it to your friends or put it on your Facebook. You don't even have to put it on Twitter. You can put it on Facebook too. So we're all over. Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Thanks in advance for doing that, and have a wonderful weekend full of exciting football. Thank, Thank you. you.